appropriated. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of, of Just Two Dads, along with my co-host, John Francis. I am Brian Altunian. And along with us today, our special, our gosh, I don't know, our co-creator, our partner, our friend, Susanna Peace-Lavelle. We're going to have an amazing show today. We're so excited that you're all with us. Um, hang in there. This is going to be a conversation that is going to go so fast because we are not short for words, any of us. So here today on Just Two Dads. What's that? When that, when that intro plays, how do you not go? Oh, no. I want to. I want to dance every time. I know. Okay. I wish it were longer sometimes. I wish it were longer. And then again, I'm like, oh. It's too long. Uh, welcome, everybody. <laughs> Another episode of Just Your Dad. This is going to be an amazing conversation just because we have a lot of fun. We all love each other, and uh, and this is going to be uh, purposeful and valuable, so 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 stay with us. Um, first of all, I want to welcome everybody who's watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, please feel free to put something in the comments. Uh, ask us a question. Uh, make a comment. If we can, we'll throw it up on the screen if we can. Uh, if you're not catching us live, uh, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. Just We are Just Two Dads. We're also available on all podcasts, Apple, Google, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and on WSTX AM radio at, down in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I say down in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I guess it's south. Um, and uh, I'm glad to have you. Please subscribe to our channel. Share this information. Sean and I started out about uh, five, year, five years ago in the world of our our business in financial services and talking about special needs families and providing services to those families that, that uh, need a lot of support and resources, but most importantly, as it related to our business, financial resources as well. And we kept coming across such amazing individuals who were, who were doing selfless services for the special needs community that we thought, man, this is, we're just meeting some amazing, what we call warriors. And we, we should, we should do something to, you know, to highlight those folks. And, and, uh, and, and then about a year, little, about a year and a half ago, we were invited to be participants in a podcast about dads being involved. And we thought, oh, that's a great idea. And then that podcast interview, we had a great time, by the way, we, 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 we had a blast and it never aired. And that, we don't know really what happened to those guys. And we thought, what are we waiting for, for them to release? Let's do our own podcast. And so we are now episode, I want to say we're episode 56 or 57 We've been doing this weekly, every 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 week, live on Facebook, and then again on our subsequent podcast outlets um, for over a year. And uh, fifty-six, fifty-six, we're episode fifty-six. <laughs> and so it's it's uh, it's incredible because what, what we have found is that as we weave this this, I always do this. You can see me visually. I always like weave this web of of of, of a resource network of folks who provide resources to the special needs community such amazing amazing people and 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 our guest today and and it's so it's so funny because not that we like to put dates on these things but the very first time we had Susanna on our show it was the day after a national election and we're all based in California and so today it's the day after a statewide <laughs> election and so i guess we can talk about that a, a little bit but the purpose of today's today's conversation is really more importantly to talk about the two-day summit that we have coming up this uh our first summit our someday is today's summit coming up later this week on uh, september 17th and 18th and and really we've we've um we've gathered together a number of speakers who have been guests on our show and uh now we're gonna let them 
actually share with our audience their services and what they do. And so today, a little bit of a discussion about that to give you a preview of, of what that's going to look like, uh, why we're so excited to do that. That was probably the longest introduction I think I've ever done. Um, so as we no, jump not, in, not probably. It, it, okay, it, Sean, it was, here's, but, a, uh, here's a challenge. <laughs> we all love to talk, all of us. Susanna's like, I don't talk, you guys talk. And, and the reality is that's probably true. But, uh, but um, all right, so we're going to get into this with, with, with Susanna. Before that, I'll just say hello to Sean, my partner in Thrive, my, my colleague, my business colleague, my family, my friend, um, Mr. Sean Francis. How are you today, buddy? Blessed and grateful and uh, the recipient of a setup for the shortest intro of mine ever because I don't want to take anything else away from Susanna. Susanna is one of several speakers that will be uh, taking place, um, that will be participating at the event this week. We've been working really hard to put this thing together. Uh, but more importantly, she's a coach. She's a, I mean, she's our co-host. She's our co-creator of this summit as well. Not just, mm -hmm. no, I'm not, I'm not just a, I'm not just a, a user. I'm also the president of the club. Susanna's not just a speaker. She's also a co-creator of the entire event. Sorry, yes. Sean, I just, I, I can't help myself. I've had a lot of coffee today, so I just totally interrupted your short. You probably scare the cup too. Right. <laughs> But no, and I know you weren't speaking. I wasn't speaking French when I said we. I said when I said we, I meant the three of us. We have been working nonstop on this, and so we're going to be talking about each of the the speakers and uh, the areas that they will be um, covering as far as the topics and the services that, that they provide. And since Susanna is here, we're we're uh, graced with her presence. We figure that's as good a place to start. Welcome. Again. Welcome, Susanna. Yes. Well, you know, this is one of my favorite places to be on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, but you know what's so interesting is I never really knew the background and the history of how you guys started. And I've known you for almost a year now because our first episode was in November, early November. Um, but I didn't know uh, how you all got started. So that's really fascinating. Um, and I was sort of thinking about um, what we were going to talk about today and this virtual summit that we have coming up that I am like just exhilarated about. I, I, I can't believe that we put this all together and not that, you know, not that long of a time. Pretty you know, quick, yeah. Mm -hmm. there. Uh, but that I think that just goes to the power of, um, Brian, you have to look up for this. Yeah. Oh, it's sorry. The yes. Power of the weaving and the networking and the, and the, Right, <laughs> and everything yeah. else has come together along the way. All of our connections and um, and just our shared purpose in life, in in terms of wanting to support and help, really to be of service for other special needs families, because that is our lived experience too. So I'm just anyway so grateful to be in partnership with you guys always. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And, and you. and this is the, and this is work that you do as well, and have been doing for quite some time as well. So, right, we should talk about that a, a little bit. Yeah, too. I mean, you you know, I think um, for those of you who don't know me, I call myself the the um, the one mom. So just two dads and one mom. So I call myself the one mom, <laughs> especially in this platform. But um, I am a life coach, and I'm an advocate dedicated to the health and wellness of special needs families everywhere. And this is also my everyday lived experience as I am raising a now 15 year old daughter who has uh, myriad special needs and challenges uh, to name a few of the diagnoses um, in case that matters. Uh, 
autism spectrum disorder, ADHD, myriad food allergies, uh, anxiety, a lot of fun side dishes that go along with all of that, fun behaviors. Um, but, you know, really just a spectacular child overall and very curious about the world. Obviously, my biggest teacher in this life and um, someone that I am so grateful to be in this life with and just honestly, like walking the walk with her and learning so much about her and learning so much about myself in the process. But um, I'm so really, really excited about this summit because I feel like we have so much to offer special needs families, even providers, other, you know, other caregivers, of course, allies. But, you know, for example, like my parents are going to join in because they want to listen. They want to learn more. Right. And so I feel like this is a really special two days uh, that is coming up Friday and Saturday, starting 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time through 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and the first day is going to be a lot of um, provide uh, so much information, really, uh, when I was thinking about what I was going to be talk talking about and what I was going to be sharing with other families is what I feel like I needed the most when I first realized that I had a special needs child. Right, right. And that I had a special needs child. And well, it's, so it's going to be so, it's just like so much, so much resource, <laughs> so many resources. Yeah, well, and it's and since the time I mean, my my daughter's twenty five, and so since the time that we first had the diagnosis to today, there's so much more access, so much more information. But you know what I always talk about, which I think is important because it really fits with you, with what you do as well, is what we've noticed is that when we have conversations with folks on on this podcast about the services that they provide special needs families, it really transcends. While there are some things that are very specific to special needs families, like IEPs which are individualized educational programs, right? So IEPs that help the child get all the services. There's also other things like nutrition, the coaching that you do, the support that, you know, that other folks can find. It really does transcend the special needs, you know, specific needs of families. And so um, we found that with, so with, with financial services too. All the financial services that we offer families, you know, are, it can help everybody, everybody, uh, no matter where they are economically, um, where they are on the socioeconomic spectrum. But really, in, in the case of special needs families, that's an area that may, they may not be focused on because they're focused on so many other things. So I love this. And you started to say this, which basically is these folks that are going to provide services while they provide services to support special needs families. You don't have to be specific, like you don't have to have a child with special needs to get value out of what this summit is going to provide. You could just be related as your, as your parents are, right? Your parents are related and want to understand what kinds of things are available to families. And sometimes they don't even really know, unless you live it day to day, you may not even know that these are issues that come up for folks. Yeah. And then the other two things to think of is like we always say, there is no such thing as special needs. Everyone needs the same thing. Everyone needs to know that they're seen. Everyone needs to know that they're loved. Everyone needs to know that they're heard and that they matter. What happens is if you have a special need, whether it's a result of a catastrophic injury or a diagnosis and some type of developmental delay, you need more of it and you need accommodations. That's the first point. The second point, and this is something that is so obvious, you don't you would think that one would not need to start a podcast in order to realize this. But the other thing is that we are all destined to become members of the special needs community, if you're lucky, because that happens just through the aging process. So the only way to avoid becoming a member of the special needs community 
is to die essentially. <laughs> so there's no way around it. And again, it's just another example of you know the many things that we have in common that are so much more than the things that divide us. And and also too, Sean, you know, I was on this podcast uh, last week. I was a guest uh, for the Special Fathers Network um, Dad to Dad podcast uh, with mm-hmm. Dave Bush, and we were talking about how even you know us, sort of like healthy middle aged uh, individuals. Mm-hmm. Actually, any of us really are can be like one minute away from oh yeah disability. So mm-hmm. I just feel like this is just um, you know at some point in our lives, if not personally affected, we will have contact with hundred percent. Right? Yeah, most yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. So Susanna, jump right in and tell us a little bit about uh, what you do and how what you do, you know can benefit and serve anybody, but especially those of us who are caregivers uh, and or parents to women with special needs. Yeah. So I really, you know, once I became a mother, I really had this idea and this is prior to me realizing Arizona had my daughter, his name is Arizona, realizing that she had any specific uh, special needs. And I just remember thinking like, you know what, I want to live a thriving life. Like I want to have this amazing relationship with my children. I wanted to have five kids. Remember, um, mm-hmm. that was a short-lived dream. But I wanted to have five kids, and I had this idea that I was going to be showing them how to live their best life. You know, and I just had that intention from 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 early on. I was like, we're going to have a joyful, amazing life full of adventures and experiences. And you're going to be able to tell me anything without being in trouble. And, you know, I just had this whole vision. Um, And then I had Arizona and I just felt, okay, let me halt for a second. Um, I am going to now just focus on being a warrior to help her figure out how to now navigate this life, given her specific needs. And I was just go, go, go for years, Um, many years, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years old. Uh, Like I said, she's now 15. But during that time, I really completely, I just didn't pay attention to myself. I neglected myself. I neglected my needs. I didn't think about uh, my own passions and my own purpose and my own ways to find joy in this life because I felt like, well, there's no way that I can do both. I have to focus on one or the other because it would be so selfish for me to not do everything I can to take care of this child who has extra needs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then and then I find myself run into the ground, right? Completely depressed, like debilitatingly so, right? In this deep dark abyss of of just funk. You yeah. know, the yeah. worst funk ever. I can't, I, you know, if you've never experienced it, I think Sean, uh, Sean, we've talked about this before. You have not experienced this personally. Brian, mm-hmm. I have, it's, it's, one of those things where you're just like, I am going to try to move one foot forward in front of the other today, um, but I'm not really sure how I'm going to do that. Um, yeah. And so ultimately, after I'm in this debilitating depression and anxiety, which I got you know, help for, including medication, um, to just sort of be whole and be functional, I thought to myself, I got to a place where I was like, okay, this cannot be how my life is going to be hmm. for the 
of my life because I want to choose something differently, even though in spite of and because of my child who has, you know, it's a different kind of motherhood than I than I had envisioned for myself. Mm -hmm. What yeah. am I working with right now? And obviously things change all the time. Now I'm a teenager. I'm worrying about different things now than I did when she was three. But really my business all started with how can I figure out a way to create a toolbox of resources for myself as a special needs parent, including like logistical stuff, practical help, uh, spiritual help, emotional, psychological, self-care, uh, the whole gamut of what I needed to make sure that I could stay in Thrive as much as possible, or at least mm -hmm. know that I have access to it, you know, because we're right. gonna have our ups and downs, we know that. Uh, and and be able to model this from my child so that she can also benefit from my intention and my energy in raising her. Right, right. And so early on, uh, when I first realized Arizona um, had special needs, which was pretty much like as soon as she was born, um, I just didn't, we just didn't have labels and diagnoses quite yet, but you know, immediately she just commanded so much attention as soon as she was born. Um, and then, and, and I was very isolated. I didn't know any other special needs families really uh, at all. And I was the first of my girlfriends really to, to have a kid. So uh, there, there wasn't just, there wasn't a lot of support and resources around me. And so I had to figure everything out. And especially as a special needs mom, understanding, you know, a whole nother level of therapeutic support and professionals uh, developmental pediatricians, et cetera, the, the, figuring out the West Side Regional Center. Yeah. So I, you know, with gusto, moved forward to uh, really figure out what, what, you know, my child needed, but really I was, you know, figuring out what I needed to do for my child as her advocate. And then people started understanding my journey and saying, oh, you know, Susanna, hey, you know, I have a cousin, I have a sister, I have a friend whose child is, you know, a little different and they're a little bit lost would you mind talking to them about and i you know jumped on the chance because i knew that it is a very isolating yeah um, depressing experience. Feel like you're completely alone right just feel like you're alone of, of course and yeah. and you know it's back then back then you know mm -hmm. uh, brian i mean you have a 25 year old so way back then i mean honestly like you know, well, it was back then in terms of time, you know, chronological, and yeah. it was back then in terms of services, and the latter speeds up the former. So it is way back then. Yeah. 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 And Sean, you and I, I think, is Elijah, did he turn 15 yet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's okay. turned 15 this year. Okay. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Okay. I remember his birthday. Um, mm -hmm. So the so we have 15 year olds. Brian has a 25 year old. When Arizona was diagnosed uh, with some of her, um, challenge issues, it, she was two and a half. And that mm -hmm. was 12 and a half years ago. I, it, there was, re, I, I didn't know of any sort of support group. I didn't know anything that was like sort of a positive reinforcer to help special needs families. We just had, right. uh, you know, therapists and, and pediatricians and some of whom just sort of like food, the idea that yeah something different about Arizona. No, she's fine. Oh, no, no, no. She just, you know, she's going to, it's going to take her longer to catch up. And, and that was not the case. So I'm so grateful that uh, we now can, you know, sort of, you know, I, I think I talked to you guys about 
my dream of, uh, you know, a special needs family receiving a diagnosis for the first time. And they open the door and there's the three of us standing outside like, <laughs> everything's yeah. going to be okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be okay. We got yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 I needed, right? That's a great I don't want to lose that vision because that 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 should be a division and the goal for for what we do. So take us through because I'm sure each situation is a little different. So you know, different because people are different, diagnoses are different, and the stage at which the diagnosis takes place is different. But give us an example of kind of what you might walk somebody through um, when they a family uh, or a caregiver typically um, comes to you. Yes. Okay. So this is a good conversation um, because I want to make a little bit of a distinction between me and like sort of like a traditional consultant slash therapist slash, you know, specific, I'm going to help you with your IEP. Like, for example, we have Sandy Santiago, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear her um, talking about the IEP process and being a coach for that. I wish I had one, by the way. We do too. Yeah. No. So no kudos. To Sandy. Yeah. And so I'm really excited about that session. Um, so I really help the parents create a thriving sort of life um, in terms of like traditional life coaching. So traditional life coaching is, you know, you take all the different areas of your life that you find to be important for you, career, finance, family, values, connections, relationships, money, wh- whatever you feel is important to you. And then we go through um, where you might feel imbalanced, right? Because the idea mm-hmm. is to have a balanced wheel so you can keep moving forward. Right. So right. Um, so, so the parents come to me because they're like, you know, I sort of lost sight of myself. I do need some help with um, trying to figure out some specific, you know, services for my child, which by the way, I have so many people to refer you know, anyone to, especially in the Los Angeles area. Um, But it's really about like, how can I be whole as a special needs parent so that I can then hold the space to be this caregiver, right? I'm, I'm, it's so hard to, to work from an empty tank to support and to give from an empty tank. So Mm -hmm. I help in learning how to be the best I can be as myself given my, you know, circumstance, constraint, whatever else, limitations, anything, um, so that I can then help uh, give out to everyone else around me. And especially as a caregiver, a lot of- And and again, I think this goes back to the, what we're saying earlier, like, I think every parent needs that, right? It doesn't matter if you have a special needs child or not. We all want to know, but do we have, do we have what it takes to be present in our children's lives? And what do we need to make sure that we can, you know, work our job, be a parent, serve everybody, you know, take care of everybody. I mean, I think, again, it transcends, you know, special needs. It's especially important for special needs families because sometimes the extra focus and attention that our children need seems mm-hmm. to be particularly draining. So it's, it's amazing the work that you do. I'm going to put your, uh, you'll put your website. Well, essentially there. you're talking about helping people, equipping people with the presence of mind to put their oxygen mask on first in the proverbial airplane of life before they yep. try to put their kids on and pass out in the process. Right. Yeah, it is. And and by the way, let me just also say that I haven't figured it all out yet. You know, <laughs> like I, 
I talk this talk and I am walking this walk, uh, but it is, it is challenging. There are mm -hmm. some days, I mean, there are some things that just throw you for a loop. Hello, pandemic of 18 months on remote learning right. for a child who has an aide with her all day at school that now no longer has any access to any of her services. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm one of many, I'm one of millions. So, right. so there are days where it's just like, it's so hard to tap into that toolbox of resources that I've created for myself that I share, you know, with everybody else. Um, so, and let's talk, and let's talk about that. Cause there's, there's a couple of things. First of all, you've, first of all, you put together a program for people, right? So people can access your program. And again, we're not to shortcut the conversation, the presentation you're going to have on Friday, but, but just, you know, let people know, like there's, you've got like specific toolbox of of information that people can access to to, to support them yes and i, I just wanted to say one thing in, a, in, a, in alignment with that i think it's a perfect bridge the one thing that i've developed an appreciation for in my own personal development through my communication and working with brian and in this endeavor is that i have a deeper appreciation for a message that is coming from a messenger who has not yet arrived Right. Mm -hmm. So if the expert is like, here's what I have accomplished, I'm going to teach you how to accomplish that as well. That's okay, provided that you're still seeking. When you get messages from the messenger who knows all, sees all, and sits on the hill, they're dead. They're not learning anymore. So to share with someone what you've learned so far and continue to learn is what it's all about. And I try to make sure it's given me confidence and even my little posts on social media where I'm like, hey, let me tell you something. I'm not an expert. I'm just telling you what I figured out, what I continue to learn as I go along, and hopefully it'll help you. So it's quite, it's more than okay. Yeah, and I just, I wonder, I mean, do we ever arrive? Oh, you right? better not. That's what I'm saying. Not the, the person that arrives is dead. Yeah. Right, right. or right. When you it stop learning, you know, for yeah, sure. It, it, it used to make me laugh when I had to have a GPS, you know, on in the car. And then, you know, when you get there, it, you know, the, the last one says, you know, turn left, turn right. And then it says, you have arrived. And at some point there's like, there's sort of a little thing where you're like, hmm, I have arrived. That feels good. Yeah. But the reality is in the game of life, right? We really have never arrived at our destination or as Sean says, like, you know, then we've really, then we've stopped living. Yeah. We, you want to be making it, not I made it like, right. <laughs> I mean, we might goals along the way, right? There's goals yeah. that we check off, check off on our IEP, for example, yeah. IEP, for example, but yeah, yeah, this is a journey. Yeah. I got us off track though. Brian was, was talking about your, uh, your, 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 your program just a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I created an online course and it's completely self-paced. Uh, take it, you know, I know my audience, which is, you know, it, we don't have our attentions. It's not even about our attention span. Rather, it's about our ability to multitask and have moments throughout the day where we, where we might be able to do something for ourselves. And I think there is some limit there. And so I just built this this online course. It's called Life Management for Special Needs Families, uh, an ultimate guide for creating a thriving life as a special needs parent. And um, and I have different modules in there and I break it down into tiny little digestible chunks uh, in terms of how to find, you know, help your child along the way, how to um, observe your child when you're starting to worry about what's going on or what's happening, or maybe there's a new stage of development. Um, the class, I put it together so that it could work for 
uh, people who just received a diagnosis for their child, as well as those who received a diagnosis 10 years ago, 15 years ago, but they're just looking to maybe have some additional support along the way. Um, and again, you know, I'm talking about practical help, like logistical things, how to find the right, right, uh, you know, my top tips for looking for the best learning environment for your child, how to make the most out of your therapy, how to find the best therapist, how to build your dream team. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, that things like that will continue to change as your child grows up and starts aging um, out of different, you know, services and programs, right? Uh, so I also yeah. talk a lot about, um, you know, the spiritual aspect of these beautiful children who have chosen us to be their parents in this lifetime. And so I talk about, I have little spiritual corners in terms of, you know, how to honor your child for exactly who they are um, and understanding that your child is, you know, whole and perfect and complete exactly as they are. Yeah big area around like co-parenting, um, my top tips for co-parenting, whether you're in relationship or have an ex relationship, um, or mm -hmm. if you're parenting with maybe a mother or, or an auntie, right? Or you have mm -hmm. your tribe, uh, top tips for that. Um, just again, my own experience and what I have found working with so many other special needs families along the way of sort of universally what can be helpful. And again, we all have different situations. You know, you have one child with special needs, you have that one child with special needs, right? With their own, right. there might be some similarities and sometimes there are big differences. But I, so I try to keep it, you know, not super duper duper specific, but enough so, so that it can, you can hold on to something um, as a life raft to get you through a particular I, moment. I need to write that technical term down. I'm sorry. Could you say it again? The super duper duper. There's, an, there's another duper. There, yeah. there, there are two dupers in there, I think, right? Yes. Duper. Yes. Duper. No, okay, three. Good. I'm so sorry. Talking, three. So, Susanna, we're talking, it's a very technical program that you like, very like super yeah. duper, duper yeah. Of technical. <laughs> Obviously, it's attainable and accessible to everybody. I think that's kind of the. Yes, it's, it, it is, and um, and I am very accessible too. So once you sign up for the course, you know you can reach me, and I'm you know I have like you know little study guides. I have homework questions for you know if you want to go a little bit deeper. Obviously, it's a very stress-free situation. All of the little digital video chunks are labeled with what it is, and it'll be like five minutes, thirty-two seconds. And so you can tell exactly how long something is going to be like, oh, how to create a visual schedule for my child. That's eight minutes. I do have that time to sort of watch. So you just don't feel overwhelmed because we're so overwhelmed with everything anyway. Uh, and I have my favorite class is module number four, which is my seven top tips for self-care as a special needs. Wow. Yep. So, I'm writing that down. I'm in. You, know you just got my. It's in. Hold on. Seven top <laughs> tips. Top, top tips, tips. Sean. Top tips. Top tips. Seven top tips. For self care. Now, just for the men that are listening there, yeah. I, I think I'm good with my self care. There's always room to improve. But I'm writing that down because I'm trying to figure out how could I improve my wife's self care. Look at you. Listen. No, I'm, I'm serious. Just so, like, I mean. Here's what's interesting, right? Okay, so I'm mm -hmm. not talking necessarily about traditional self-care, like health, nutrition. Like 
spa and I get that. You're not talking about that. So just taking care of our, you know, taking care of our like emotional self-care, right? And and just listening mm-hmm. to our, you know, soul's cry for for what it is that is going to fill us up and bring us yes. joy. Yeah. I think you know yes. that. Yeah, okay. I, I I do. But it, but it, but it, it helps to remind though because I can easily slip into the the uh, the form of giving that through the love language, which is closer to absence, which is like, here's a gift certificate to the spot. Don't say I didn't do anything for you. Don't want to be that dude. Okay, so first of all, anybody who knows you, Sean, knows that you're not that dude anyways, right? No, so, but you could slip into that dude, though. I don't yeah, ever want to be, I, I, I could, I could be. Wait, you're hold on a second. But I would, I would like a gift certificate to the spot. <laughs> <No? laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not saying that it, that it has yeah. no value, but yeah. you can, but you can do it and then feel pumped up about yourself like you've, Okay, you did that, right. but then, for instance, right. like it's yeah, yeah, you know, you don't. It's it's well, only a part of it. There has to be more than that. There should be more than that. Oh, <laughs> right. Well, hold on. I yeah, write that, that down too. It goes along with the super duper duper thing. Um, Susanna, you know what? You ought to write a book. I swear to God, that would be something that would be. I think people would. Love. Well, yeah. funny you mentioned that, Brian. I'll tell that. I'm just gonna do a little blurb, and then we have to talk about everyone else that is gonna okay. be with us at the summit Friday and Saturday. But but first, back to me. Yeah, um, for sure. So, so I started writing a memoir, you guys, uh, called A is for Arizona. And I've told you this. I, I started writing it probably eight years ago, nine years ago. And mm-hmm. it started off sort of as a cathartic, therapeutic process for me to come to terms with the fact that I am raising a differently wired child. And so I started writing this memoir. I've been writing it pretty consistently for the last seven, eight years. A is for Arizona, right? Taking her from all of these diagnoses that happen to start with the letter A and realizing, no, actually A is for Arizona, not for all of these. She is not her label. She is not her, all of these other things. She is exactly who she's meant to be in this life right now, coming to me as a perfect child. And so I wanted to honor that in my story of how I came to that revelation of like, oh, she's okay. Everything's okay because I believe that she, there's nothing broken, right? There's nothing wrong. So therefore nothing needs to be fixed. And so anyway, so I started writing this memoir and I was so into it. And then I just realized like over time and, and certainly in more recent years, since Arizona is now 15 and, and vocal about particular opinion, she's like, you know, mommy, I just don't know if I feel so comfortable about so many details around me and my life mm-hmm. and about that. Um, not that she necessarily dictates my life, but I was thinking about that like, hmm. and when I was going back to read a lot of what I had written already, I realized, you know, some of this is really private and some mm-hmm. of this is for me to write and just for me to release and to get out. And so that was enough. And so I decided then to sort of, you know, this online class that I created life management I had like my little help corner, top tip corner, you know, sort of weave throughout my memoir a little bit, but I really expanded upon that to create the curriculum for my class. And then um, more recently, within the last six months to a year, I've decided to weave through, (laughs) weave through um, my memoir mixed with my sort of practical class. Uh, goodies. So it's now going to be a mix of like 
anecdotal yummies with uh, self-help. And because you're humble, I'm going to, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's for for a good cause. I'm going to let people know that, which you probably are not going to say, which is in addition to her being amazing and and, and, uh, her work being of tremendous value, for those of you that register for the event, there are um, discounted offers that you will receive as well as uh, gifts with regard to um, the value that Susanna uh, has to give. Um, So it's something that's worth taking advantage of. I, again, like I said, when I wrote down what I wrote, that, I wasn't writing that down for show. I overlooked that and like, wait a minute, I need to pay attention to that. So mm-hmm. I figure if I need that, I know that other people do as well. Yeah. But finish the story about the book. So, so well, I, you know, I'm in the process now of, of connecting the two and yeah. I have an amazing um, editor that I found through you, Brian. And we're, we're just, you know, I'm so, I don't know. I just feel like this is something that I've been waiting to give birth to for so long. I don't even know what's going to happen when it's, once it's released to the world. I've been very stuck in the process of writing it because it is such an emotional write. I will literally start reading passages from what I wrote six years ago and just be bawling for two hours because, you know, it just, there, there were some hard times in there. And, um, and there still are. Yesterday was a hard day. You know, Arizona was in tears hmm. in the afternoon. It was a it was a rough day. So anyway, um, I just want to be of you know even a tiny little increment, little crumb of help to anyone else out there who's who's finding themselves in a struggle and feeling stuck uh, and and not knowing where to where to to go next or what to do next. And and sometimes yeah. that's and sometimes we can provide little nuggets of information and help along the way. Yeah, I, Sean, I'm posting this up from Sean, Sean Hall, our, our producer who's commenting here as well. You know, hearing the story from somebody who's been in the trenches is so powerful. And, you know, I think the, the one thing about sharing yourself and sharing your story, whether you're doing it on social media or you're doing it in the form of a podcast or a book, um, we don't even know the impact that we have on people. We have no idea. And I think if you, if you designed your communication to have an impact, you probably will have less of an impact than if you're just sharing your story. And so, you know, Suzanne, as we've come to know you over the last, the last year and, and, and the work that you do for, for folks and you, you know, you lead uh, an in-person support group for We Are Brave Together and of the many, many, many things that you do, you're a speaker on, on podcasting. Every time you make, every time you contribute, you know, while you go, oh, I'm a you know, little teeny piece of it, but we know that those little kernels can actually completely change the world. You know, it's a drop in, the, feels like it's a drop in the ocean, but a, a tiny pebble in the ocean is still going to have ripple effects that, that extend for a long period of time. So, you know, we're grateful to be in partnership with you and everything that you do. Um, you know, we're supportive of the, of the work you do. We're grateful to have you as a partner in the work that we're doing here. You're like our PR person. You're out. I know you had a podcast just recently where you had a, converse, a support conversation where Just Two Dads was the ongoing conversation. So we're grateful for our relationship with you and, and that we're Definitely. doing the summit together um, this weekend. And, 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 and we could talk about some of the folks that are going to be going to speaking of that. But, you know, I just wanted to just, just take a moment just to thank you for, for everything that you've done to contribute to the work that we're doing. And 
our 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 our, our web gets weaven, woven, weaven, woven, woven, weaved, woven, uh, <laughs> and strengthened um, by these by these relationships. And you definitely are one of those uh, you know those core you know core core strings for us. So thank you for everything that you're doing, and we want to continue to be co-creating with you net for a long time. So most definitely. Most, most definitely. So to that um, point, like we've got, and I know you want, you've got like of the people that you've introduced us to people who have been, who've been guests on our podcast, a few of which are going to be speaking um, to my, uh, this week. On our <coughs> we talk about a few of those. We talk about a few of those folks like Georgiana, J- Junko Kelman. We love Georgiana. You want to talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit? Junko Kelman. Yeah. Yeah. Junko so she, um, yeah. So Georgiana, as we all know, um, She's so cute. First of all, she's a special education attorney, but she is just like fierce, fierce warrior. Just <laughs> three, three sons, um, the old, oldest of whom has an IEP and um, some disabilities. But she just posted the other day that she's back in person for IEP meetings. She's like, watch out, world. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm a insane. fireball. She is a fireball. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone, you know, needs to fight um, for rights, unfortunately, we do. Unfortunately, we have to be advocates for, fiercest advocates for our child. But it's just so helpful to have somebody in your corner who has walked the walk also, walking the walk also as a parent of a child with special needs. I think Brandon is now in high school. Yeah. Yes. And. Yeah. Um, you know, oh no, he just graduated. He just graduated high school. He's in high school. He graduated this past June. That's right. Uh, What a joyful day. Uh, anyway, so Georgiana just, you know, she paves the way. She's like, well, let let me take care of this for you. And and not only does she do one-on-ones and she, and is she somebody that you could call up and go, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And she can, you know, we'll do one-on-ones, but, but she's, you know, she's out there advocating for, you know, a lot of things. I know one of the things she's to be talking about is everybody's favorite subject these days, mask mandates and, you know, vaccinations and those types of things. And, but, but what it means from a legal perspective, like, like legally, what can be done, can, what can you do to protect your child? You know, if your child is immuno, immunocompromised, you know, how do you, how do you advocate for that child? Um, if your child can't wear a mask for sensory reasons or whatever, what can you do to protect your child? All of those kinds of things, which are, which people can, can, can opine on and, you know, take a stance, you know, just bow out of like, don't, you know, don't infringe on my freedoms. But when you look at what, like what legally can be done in it's at the school, you know, at the school district level, at the state level, at the city level, like you want to have somebody who's, you know, who's passionate. And I think Georgiana is definitely one of those people who is, I don't think she's, yeah, I don't think that she's not passionate about a lot of things. I think she's incredibly passionate. And I'm not gonna say it's from her Cuban, you know, uh, background, but she's definitely on fire all the time. And she's somebody you want to have in your, in in your court. Yes, most definitely, definitely. And, you know, we, we, we met because we happen to know a lot of the same people. She, I believe she still does, but at least at one time sat on the board of, uh, of Autism Speaks, um, and she's created Shane's Inspiration, um, where they build um, uh, playgrounds for in- inclusion, and uh, she's just a wealth of information. And um, and so, the thing that's that's also cool about what we're gonna do on Saturday of the event is we're gonna have a panel of business owners, and the, and that the, that you know that are you know that includes those of us who have taken 
the situation that we've been placed in with regard to our child or loved one's diagnosis and turned the need that the special needs community has into a business of some kind. And somebody might be out there sitting around trying to figure out how do I even do something like that? You know? And so we're just trying to inspire people as much as we possibly can. Yeah. Cause it's really like, how can I take what I'm doing that I'm very passionate about and go out there and change the world. And then there are other people like, man, I could actually, because people say, and I'm sure Susanna, you have this too. People like, you know, you should hire your, you should actually charge for your services because you're so, you know, there's such a strong need for what you're doing, right? Would you say? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's how it happened, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is which is awesome. So we're excited to hear from you, from from Georgiana. God, there's Sandy, as you mentioned, Sandy Santero, who's who is an IEP advocate, an IEP coach. She posts a lot of stuff on on uh, on social media about she has a lot of stuff on TikTok and Instagram, which is amazing. Um, just about what it means to be an IEP advocate and why it's okay to to ask for one, to recognize that you need one, and then to and to interview for them and have very strong IEP advocate in the room with you when you're talking about, because again, a lot of parents don't even know what services and accommodations are available to them. And in it, I don't want to say this, you know, disparagingly about the government, but any time of government program is, you know, is available. Most of the time it's always available, but they don't, they don't outwardly tell you about it. There's no like advertisement for it. So you're like, I didn't even know that that was even possible for me. Right. Yeah. It was available. So, so somebody like a Sandy Santero, thank you for putting that up. Sandy Santero, um, uh, com is a great, great resource. Yeah. And what happened? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Susan. I was going to say, and she's also bilingual, which is huge. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. so, yes. For the Spanish speaking community. It's an amazing, amazing. Resource. And the way that she works, what, what happens is, you know, there's a cultural response to uh, certain things. Some communities of color and Sandy has said this, Georgiana will probably say the same thing as well. So this is what I've been told that in the Latino community as well, you know, you, you have people that have degrees and things like that. And so whether it's a doctor or principal, whoever, they said you should do something. So therefore their response is, well, that's what they said. I should go do that. And when you're new to an IEP and you show up at the school and you're talking about your kid's education and they've got the IEP laid out when they go over everything, especially if it's one of your first ones, the closest most people probably get to verbally disagreeing with anything that's laid out for the plan is just the gut feeling that they have and they don't say anything. And then when it's done, it's presented to you and like, here's where you sign here, here, here. And they may or may not tell you enough for my wife and I, our experience in the first one or two IEPs, we went together. Then we were kind of tag team, me having a more flexible schedule. I would usually go and we would divide and conquer by me going, bringing it home, looking it over together. And do we agree with that? Then we sign it. But we dealt with a school district that told us when they presented it to us, here's where you sign, you know, you're free to take it home and, you know, let us know. And what people don't realize is you don't have to sign it then and there. And then after you do sign it, you can even have it amended. And where Sandy comes in is that she works with you to coach you through the process where she may sit there during the IAP or she may prepare you for it. And it's the step you take before you then need to take legal action. So we're covering both grounds uh, or both bases at this event where you have someone that will coach you and prep you for the IEP and either sit there with you in the IEP if need be. And then if you have to take it a step further and, you know, get messy for lack of a better term, and you have a, you know, an attorney, that's where you'll bring Georgiana. In. And, and, and the fact that we have both of those resources is I, I'm just really excited about that. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be, that's going to be fun. Uh, and a great resource. 
people don't even know the stuff is available. So um, that's gonna, those are going to be amazing. Who else do we have? Juliana so Featherman? I'm yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Susanna. So on Friday, um, we have, let's see. So Friday we have Dr. Tasnova, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Kat Scott and Mark Altieri. Yep. We have Marissa and Chris. We have Alex, Sandy, Jordana, Juliana Featherman of uh, Making Authentic Friendships. So I love her story so much. Um, yeah. He is a young woman who, you know, has a brother with special needs. And so she was inspired by him to create this network, sort of this app. And it's also online, too, where people can connect with others around the nation, around the globe to make authentic friendships. Mm -hmm. and they, that's actually the name of the app. Um, and I just I'm I'm such a fan of this. And uh, I know it's something that I was going to test out for Arizona, um, who's 15, and I think could now sort of benefit from meeting other like-minded uh, individuals who might be interested in some of the same things that she's interested in. Yeah. Um, and I know she was a guest also on your podcast as well. She right? was. Yes. Yes. I mean, and she's, and yeah. she's a young. I mean, she's a young woman who decided to. I want to help my brother make real friendships but then realize how many people needed that. And, you know, with social media, you know, it's, you're, you're now, it's, it's, it's a one to many relationship, right? It's, it's one to many. A lot of people have, oh, I have, you know, 3000 Facebook friends, but the reality is there's how many of those 3000 people are actually friends. Friends. So this kind of narrows it down to common likes, geography, um, you know, ages, experiences, diagnoses, and so you can really develop a one-to-one -one relationship where there's where there's relatability, which is amazing. And by the way, you, you introduced her to us, so thank you for that. That was well, that was great. I, you know, I I found her um, on Instagram, uh, and I was actually talking to another special needs mom about just how our kids, as they get older, like need like buddies, you know, like a yeah. sort of like a, even if it's like a mentor or like you know sort of like the big brother big sister thing, even if it's that. But then we we found making authentic friendships and i was like what about you know peer to peer i mean you know our kids need that socialization in incredible absolutely and she's and she's in her early 20s still yeah. and and a businesswoman i mean very clear yes. like this is a for profit venture it's we're doing something good but we're not going to be you know we're not going to you know be you know soft pedal this it's a for profit venture to help people get connected on a one on one the need is there and people are willing to pay for it. So it's an amazing thing. Um, yes. So thank you for that too. That's a great one, making authentic friendships. And then talk about the two, we have two, two, I want to call them two couples, and they're not couples, but the, the two where there's two speakers. So Kathy Gott and Mark Altieri are, have developed both, mm -hmm. of the, both of the groups, the, the, I don't know what we call them, two, they're, uh, and doesn't matter. Both of them have developed online networks that are gonna be great resources for people to, to, to get to understand. So Kathy Gott and, um, and Mark Altieri have developed a self-determination program. So a lot of people who qualify for government services, you know, if for one reason, maybe there's only one service provider and you know, if you don't mix with the service provider, you're not gonna get a lot of value out of that. So, so what this allows families to do is to go outside of their, the, provided network and find a service provider that they may have a better connection with and help, you know, help that self-determination. So 
Am I right when I say that, Sean? Jeez, I just realized that I'm mixing up the two. Am I mixing up the two? No. No, no, you're correct. Thank you. Okay, good. I was thinking, wait a minute, did I say that right? Yes, that's right. So uh, <laughs> the idea of, of, of determining your own program, self-determination as you're a young adult and you're developing your own program. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds so much like what Marissa and Chris are doing. They're doing something completely different, but it's, but it's also related um, because both of these networks have a specific need. Uh, Kathy and Mark, and their self-determination program are, are providing access to providers who fall a little outside of the regional center yet still have them paid for. And it's limited to California too, I believe. I'm sorry. At the moment, it's limited. Yeah, to at the moment. Yes. And yes. This, that's, the, that's the big distinction. What Marissa and Chris are doing are trying to create a, a, a network for uh, across the country for service providers to be able to put something up about their, their services, their offerings, and make it a broader reach. It doesn't have to be paid for by the regional center. It's just a, a network of service providers, resources. Yeah, it's, even in my own, I keep mixing the two up because they're both <laughs> such great needed resources. And I'm just jabbering on. Anyways, those are, those are great. We're going to hear about those programs. Both of them, by the way, have not fully launched. Both of those mm -hmm. networks, the Self-Determination Network is about to launch fully. And the second is going to be launching in October. October, so yeah. Mm -hmm. People are going to get a preview as to what's coming, and it's going to be a great resource for them to say, oh, my gosh. So when somebody says, where do I go? I've just been diagnosed. Where do I go? to? This is a place that they're going to be able to go to um, and find that uh, find access to those resources. So Yes, most definitely. About those. And then we were talking earlier about um, Dr. Uh, Tasnuva Tuna. She, yes. her story is equally amazing. She um, immigrated from Bangladesh to Canada and her background is in, uh, you know, uh, pharmaceuticals uh, and her, um, when her child was, uh, was diagnosed with autism, she needed to find a way to, uh, you know, find solutions as it relates to nutrition and diet and things of that sort. But, you know, when you say that she's, she focuses on those areas and dealing with sensitivities to foods and things of that sort, that's just, you know, a, a portion of it. She's been able to, you know, help clients get, um, you know, from point A to point B. The best example of that is her own son where, um, and I'm not giving, you know, claims of miracles or anything like that, but she's been able to, you know, treat him where she's had changes to his diet that are significant. And again, proven from somebody that has training in that area where his speech the limitations that he had prior have been removed and he continues to uh, to thrive. So I'm just always excited to hear what she has to offer because when you hear her story about where she came from, both physically, spiritually, and emotionally, um, just tremendous value. We're going to be super inspired. I, I mean, <laughs> right? I can't yeah. wait to have my popcorn ready. Really? It's really, yep. it's, it's, it's really is amazing. I mean, it's inspirational. It's a, it's resource. It's, 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 it's hands-on. And so for, if you're not catching us uh, live uh, in our chat, if you're catching us on YouTube, all of the links to these service providers are going to be listed here in the comments. So, um, you know, uh, sandysantero.com, the California Self-Determination Network. It's the, we'll put it up here on the screen, the casdpnetwork.org. Um, Dr. Tasnova. Tuna is uh, the neurodiverse nerd. We're putting these up on the screen now, but they're in our comment section as well. So if you find us on um, on the podcast, jump into our YouTube channel at We Are Just Two Dads, and you can see some of the links to some of these folks. But come on Friday. It's free. It's a free event. That's the best part about it. It's on Zoom. 
So yeah. you register through Eventbrite, and then you know you'll get the link to the Zoom. Um, we're gonna put the we're gonna put the link up here as well. There's there's an Eventbrite link. There's a we have a Bitly link that we've put here as well to make it short. But go to Eventbrite, search out someday is today summit. Someday, by the way, is spelled S-U-M, because there's no such thing as someday, right? Someday's made up. Even the word tomorrow is made up, right? Because it's not guaranteed. Uh, That's right. Someday is today summit. Um, and register, it's free. If you registered for the event, you're going to get access to, um, to, to, to the resources at either a discounted rate or something special, a gift from one of the speakers. So we want you to register, share it with your friends and family. Again, we register, you don't have to be here for the entire time. It's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time, Friday and Saturday, September 17th and 18th. Um, but if you miss it, if you register for the event and you have to miss any of the, any of the sessions, you'll be at, you'll have access to recordings of those sessions exclusively for a period of time and then we'll make it available to the public after the fact but but there's a, a jet def, definitely an advantage for registering early um come to the event again if you can sit you're going to be inspired just we're, we're giving you just a little preview um yeah. you're getting a chance to see Susanna. imagine how amazing that conversation <laughs> is going to go um because <laughs> you're going to get 20 minutes of bam Susanna. of uh, you know Maybe 19 and a half. 19 and a half. <laughs> and then when you know. register, when you register, the agenda is there as well. So you can pick and choose the topics and speakers that resonate with you most that you want to see first and foremost. And then you can always come back to it. But as we as we get ready to wrap up here, um, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to ask you as a, as a listener uh, that which I usually ask a guest, which is to think of one thought, belief, philosophy or way of thinking that you held dear for your entire life that you no longer believe to be true. And the reason for that question is because our ability to make the world a better place is tied to our ability to adapt and change. And very often we like to, we've always done it that way. Uh, I don't do that. that. So just think about something like that. Maybe jot it down and see how that might serve you. I love that. Sean, as I, I hate that question because it makes you dig, dig, dig deep and <laughs> makes I, I us like work. Be, I like to be on the, <laughs> stay on the surface of a lot of things. Um, I'm kidding. It's actually a very powerful, it's a very They're powerful not. question. If That's you, why it's powerful. It's powerful. If you, if you will take the time to do it, some of us don't want to. Anyways, um, I like it. I, I used to hate it. Uh, honestly, now it's a joke between Sean and I, because he asks it all the time. And I, I can feel me, my eyes rolling in my head as he asked the question i'm like what are you doing i, I love that question now yeah, brian anyway. makes me feel like the black freud <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um hey so as we so first of all Susanna, thank you as always for being a partner with us not just today but and not just this week but always it's uh it's so um amazing for us to be able to have um have a warrior like you uh in partnership and everything that we're doing. Um, we love you and the work that we're doing. Arizona is an amazing child. And, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I love it. Some of the things that she says are just so deeply profound and, and not that that's a surprise. They're just deeply profound for a child of any age. Um, and every time I hear her say something that's that I think like this is a, she has a, a special filter by which she sees the world and, and all of our kids do, right? All of our kiddos, yes, they all I have gotta a listen. filter. Absolutely, because they're looking at it from a perspective that we've that we don't recognize because it's not it's not our filter. But once they bring in it, it's like just having another facet of the world. It's just it's just turned. And so I'm always inspired by 
by Arizona. And I love your, um, I don't want to say your imitation of her, but I love how you, uh, <laughs> Yes. I gotta, I, I gotta tell you guys something really quick as we as, as we close out. I know we're at we're, we're at our time, but and I'm gonna be risky. What, we're gonna because, go over time. That's so weird. Because, and this is risky because if you're not careful, if you if you look at this with sight and not vision, you'll think that I am making a political statement. So I'm asking you to use your eyes and ears and check vision. So some of you have, are aware that I'm sure that Elijah asked uh, my wife for a suit. He finally got the suit and he wanted to wear it everywhere he went, even to the park. And it's a black suit. So he looks like he worked for Men in Black, right? Turns out he was inspired to get the suit because pre-pandemic, all my appointments were like in a certain tie and going to the office. He wanted to physically go to the office. We finally got him to not wear the suit at school. We told him it's for special occasions only. So Tuesday, leading up to Tuesday, he had been saying, it's election day, daddy. It's election day. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I know. Um, I don't know if they're talking about it in school or what. But we haven't talked with him about our views, the ones that we hold, the ones that we, any that we disagree upon, anything like that. Tuesday morning, he I'm waking him up and he wakes up all groggy, stuff in his eyes. And he's like, time to get up, daddy. It's election day. And my wife tells me that the night before he told her that he needs to wear his suit because he's going to vote and go to the office. So as I go to pick him up from school, you know, we're walking all on the sidewalk and I just happen to say, Elijah, do you know what it is that we're voting for? You know, and I and I don't mean what I, what I am voting for because I haven't told him I feel we haven't expressed it. And he says, "Vote no on the re on the Republican recall of Governor Gavin Newsom." And I'm like, trying to take that all in. I'm like, if I didn't take now, he could probably have simply heard a commercial someplace that said that, and that's it. But he has a commercials he has commercials for all kind of things. I don't know why that would resonate. I don't know why he would sit up and. I don't know why he would sit up and just start reading Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech. I don't know why he would just start singing the national anthem. So therefore, anybody that, think that that's, thinks that that's a, uh, an anti-red statement or anything, again, use your vision and not your sight. And I'm asking questions. I'm not telling you, this is why my son said it. What I'm doing is I'm asking the question because to your point earlier about Arizona, it's like, they're telling us something. They always are. We have to listen. And I get in my own way where I'm like, okay, what? I have to read all these street signs because he wants me to sing the name of the street signs as I drive by them. And I'm like, oh. but then I catch myself. And I was, that's what my, my wife has to read me in and tell me that like, you need to be more patient. And I just like, just like, what is he trying to say? Why? So we need to make sure that we ask those questions of our children. Always beautiful, beautiful and profound, John Francis. Beautiful, right? We love that man. That's what I love about you. And as we as we wrap up, you know, it's it's a perfect segue because I always say, you know, now almost more than ever, empathy and love is is so needed. So, if you see a situation and you look at it through the lens of empathy, the world will look much different. And if you and if you see somebody who's struggling and you give them some sort of expression of love, it's going to make the world a better place. And right now, and we've talked about this after the 20th anniversary of of 9/11, you know, the world has not fully recovered from that incident. Um, and, and we're divided about, about things that we used to just openly debate and agree to disagree on. And now it's created such divisiveness that really now more than ever, empathy and love is the thing that's required. And so wherever you can give yourself, you know, give yourself a, a moment to pause and express empathy and love for those around you. I know I love you, Sean, for, for your partnership and all this. Susanna, I love you. I love you so dearly for all of the work that you do. And and the work that we're continuing to create and going to create from in, now in the future and, and for everybody who's listening 
we love you. Um, we love your participation. We love that you're, you're sharing and just know that, you know, you're struggling. We know we've been there before as well. Um, and we, and we love you and you, you are heard and I don't want to take it away from you, Sean, because that's how you usually end this show. So empathy and love is my, is my, how I always end the show. And, and Sean, you want to sign us yes. off? Just again, remember that, um, Again, there's no such thing as special needs. Everybody needs the same thing. We all need to be seen. We need to be heard. We need to know that we matter and we need to be acknowledged. Those of us that have a diagnosis um, or a catastrophic injury that put us in the special needs category or those of us that are caring for somebody in that uh, category simply need more of those same things and accommodations. And in closing, I want to, again, thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you both Brian and Susanna. And I want to thank the women in my, in my life without whom I couldn't attempt to be who I Strive every day to be, and that would be my mom, Jan, and my amazing wife, Laura. Uh, if you're watching us, if you're listening to us, we love you. And we can't end without just two dads and a mom. Susanna, will you want to have something to, to, to say as we find out? I mean, I just, I'm, I am beyond blessed. Um, and I'm just in this moment with you both. So peace and love and blessing. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you again soon on Just Two Dads. And join us Friday well, and Saturday. Join us this weekend. Yeah.